been idle or Britain's Got Talent or X Factor, you fear this man. Because this man is either, whoop, I went the wrong way. You're likely to get a, it's a no from me. When you sing in front of him or play, he's a pretty hard taskmaster. He's looking for the best talent that can really be world famous. And if you get up there and you're not any good, he's going to let you know. He's going to be pretty blunt, straight down the line. You see a lot of people come to tears um, because he'll just speak his heart. He'll tell you the truth. I think you're terrible. You've got no talent. But what he'll do is if he really believes you've got potential, he'll tell you. And he'll say at the end of it, thanks, mate. I'm probably just pressing the wrong buttons. It's a yes from me. I want to ask you just a really simple question this morning. Is there ever a time when God asks you something that the answer is no? There never is. Every time God asks us something, the answer is yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It's the two most powerful words in the English language. Yes, Lord. As Jesus was traveling, two blind men were following him and they were shouting, Have mercy on us, son of David. They were shouting in a crowd, Son of David, have mercy on us. They were pretty passionate men. They were pretty desperate. And when he had gone into the house, the blind men came to him and Jesus asked them, Do you believe that I can do this? And that exposed their heart and their mind and everything that was in them with one simple question. Do you believe that I can do this? There was no point looking them straight in the eye because they couldn't see. But that's the, that's the sort of framework that we've got here. Jesus said, do you believe that I can do this? What did they answer? Uh, maybe. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, you can do it. Then he touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, let it be done to you. And their eyes were opened. That same fundamental question about Jesus is still exactly the same today. Can Jesus do it? Can he? Because if you don't have a conviction of that, then you have not understood the kingdom of God. We are yes men and women. We have no option to say maybe and we have no option to say no. And on the basis of the conviction that we have in those two little words will depend on whether we see the power of God in this nation. We are not yes people. We are maybe people. It is yes, Lord. Because Jesus is still walking the earth, as far as I know, in you and me. And he still poses the same question to people through us and the answer will never change. It is, yes, Lord. But we've turned it into a maybe. We've turned it into I'm not sure. And I want to show you how powerful those two words can be because embedded in that story is the two most potent and indicative words in the human language and in the Christian faith. Yes, Lord. Because what you do when you say yes, Lord, is that you affirm your allegiance to the kingship of God. <clears throat> Through your mouth, you're proclaiming, yes, Lord, I believe you can. I believe you will. Isn't that what Jesus said to Peter? Peter, 
Do you love me? What was the answer? Yes, Lord. Why did Jesus ask for that little statement? Because he knew it was right at the heart of who Peter was, what he believed, what he was willing to do for God. Yes, Lord. It qualifies our perspective because if I say yes, Lord, it automatically postures me as someone who's a servant. Because I really know if God asks me to do something, I can't say no. I have to say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It proclaims our surrender that we're willing to obey. And it sort of activates our intent that we're willing to do what God calls us to do. And it demonstrates our trust and our faith in Christ. You know, you see a lot of um, you know, guys that preach in America, the black, you know, black preachers, and they whip everybody up into a frenzy, but they'll often say a statement, and then what you'll hear from the congregation is, Amen, brother. Yes. Yes, brother. Yes, brother. There's incredible power in that statement because what they're doing is affirming that the promises of God are yes and amen. Is there any promise that God has ever made that's maybe? He said, I will be with you to the ends of the earth. And what do we pray? Oh, Lord, go with me today. Theologically, we haven't got our truths right. It's yes, Lord, that's the promise that he's given us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Translated, yes, Lord. It's that simple. Thank you. There's power in it. There is power in it. The danger is we can vocalise it, but it's not reflective of what's in us. That's the danger. It's potent because... Like when I preach and someone says, yeah, something in me rises. My faith rises. Not because of, I'm just proclaiming the truth of God, but when I hear somebody else say, yeah, I believe that truth too, and someone else says, yeah, I believe that truth too, what are we demonstrating? That we truly trust in God and the word that he's spoken to us. It's indicative because it shows the passion of people, doesn't it? When you hear a yes, Lord, I go, there's someone who's ready, <laughs> you know. But the danger is that we can say yes with our mouths, but no with our hearts. There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and said, son, go and work today in the vineyard. No, not going, Lord. You've asked me to get baptised? I'm not. You've asked me to speak to that person? No, maybe tomorrow. He said no. But later, he changed his mind and went. Now, that's probably the reality of our lives, that we do wrestle with saying, yes, Lord. But he did say yes. That's the most important thing. He wrestled with what he was asked to do, and he said yes. Then the father went to the other son and said the same thing. He answered, yes, sir. But he didn't go. And we need to be... Yes, people in terms of giving lip service to God, but we also want to give heart service to him as well. It's no good saying yes, Lord, if we're not willing. It needs to be a reflection of what's going through our mind, but what's coming out through our heart as well. And if you think about that God is our father, or you as a father, you men that are here that are fathers, what's the one thing you want to hear your kids say when you ask them to do something? Yes! It's like, phew, I got a yes. I didn't get a maybe later, Sam. <laughs> I'll do that later. 
Yeah, do I have to? But that's, that's really reflecting our understanding of, the God, of God's lordship over us, that we say, yes, Lord. And I'm not here to say every time God speaks to us, I've said, yes, Lord. But that's really what he wants us to be. Do you remember the movie Jim Carrey was in called The Yes Man? And he got himself into this situation where he wasn't allowed to say no to anything. And I couldn't show you the film clip because there's some dirty bits in it and it's a bit crass. But, but it's indicative of, of what God wants us to have in our hearts to be yes people. And I call it inculturalization. We get incultured. We breed a culture within us that says, yes, Lord. It's the process by which people learn the requirements of their surrounding culture and acquire the values and behaviours appropriate or necessary in that culture. The inculturalization of the kingdom of God is, yes, Lord. It's really that simple. It's yes and amen to all that God has called us to do. He says, Will you? He says, Paul, will you get baptised? Maybe. Maybe next year. It's either yes, no, or maybe. And God wants to hear yes. How many times have we preached in this church about receiving the Holy Spirit and knowing without a doubt that you are powered by the Spirit of God and that there's a manifestation proof that that has happened? prophecy or tongues, and people have sat in this church and said, maybe. I'm sorry, you don't understand the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is yes, Lord. You bow your knee, you open your heart and mind, and you take on what God has given us. We say, yes, Lord. It's not, it's not control. It's, it's not manipulation. It's submission. It's yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And that yes, Lord, might come through gritted teeth. It might come through tears. It might come through, you know, doing the hardest things that God has ever called you to do. I'm not saying it's easy, but there's only one answer if you truly want to follow the King of Kings. It's yes, Lord. And when we are a yes people to God, all the doors of the power that we are longing for and wanting will come. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You know, God is talking to you this morning. He's always talking. He's always posing questions to us. And the answer is always yes, Lord. But he's waiting for us to catch up. He's waiting for us to be in that broken, soft-hearted place where we say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And he poses that same question that he posed to those two blind men today. Do you believe I can do this? Yes, Lord. For no matter how many promises God has made, and you can read from Genesis to Revelation, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of promises that God has made. They are yes in Christ. There's no doubt about the promises of God. They are yes and amen. And that amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. When we profess yes and amen, what we're saying is let it be so, but it actually gives glory to God because I want to tell you a little story and you'll, you'll get why. John Newton had received from the Lord some almost unbelievable answers to his petitions and he's so often engaged in large asking. 
In support of this practice, he would frequently tell the story of a man who asked Alexander the Great to give him a huge sum of money in exchange for his daughter's hand in marriage. The ruler consented and told him to request of his treasurer whatever he wanted. So he went and he asked for an enormous amount of money. The keeper to the funds was startled and said he couldn't give him that much money without a direct order. So going to Alexander the Great, the treasurer argued that even the smallest fraction of the money that had been requested would be more than to serve the purpose. But no, replied Alexander, let him have it all. I like that fellow. He does me honour because he treats me like a king and proves by what he asks that he believes me to be both rich and generous. So Newton concluded the story by saying, in the same way, we should go to the throne of God's grace and present petitions that express honourable views of the love, the riches and the bounty of our King. What a great story. Can you do this? Yes, you can, Lord. Yes, you can. You have been faithful to those promises. You've never had a maybe or a no. It's always been yes. Yes and amen. Now, this has really big implications for us corporately because we're trying to breed a culture where we're yes people. Truly, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask, it will be done for them by the Father in heaven. For where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. If I pray something, Andrew says, yes, Lord, and Kerry says, yes, Lord, then there's an agreement on earth. But if there's no spoken yes... There's no agreement, mate. We need to, people, when we hear people praying, say, we probably do it internally, but I think we begin, need to begin to say, yes, Lord. I agree with that. When we're praying for somebody and, and we hear someone say, in the name of Jesus, be healed, we should be saying, yes, Lord. Because what it's doing, it's just, it's just telling God that we trust him and it's exposing our hearts. There's incredible power in the agreement of yes, and then personally, there's great power in it. When the angel came to Mary and said that she was going to conceive, the Holy Spirit will come over you and the power of the Most High will surround you. Therefore, the child will be holy and will be called the Son of God. And listen, Elizabeth, your relative, has herself conceived a son in her old age. This woman, who was rumoured to be barren, is in her sixth month of pregnancy. Nothing is impossible with respect to any of God's promises. Then Mary said, yes, Lord. Truly, I am the Lord's servant. Yes, let everything you have said happen to me. That's why God chose Mary, because she said yes. Even though she probably looked at the, the scenario that the angel explained to her and went, it's beyond me, but let it be so. Yes, Lord. Who is God going to call to do great things? Not all of us. The ones that say yes. God knows what the answer is going to come out of our lives. <laughs> he knows our hearts. So why would he bother asking us to do something if he knows the answer is going to be no or maybe? He's going to ask the ones that say yes. Isn't that the Christian faith? You must die to yourself and follow me. Yes, Lord. Throw away the fishing nets. Come and follow me. Oh, maybe tomorrow, Lord. No, it's yes. 
Do you believe I can heal? Yes. Do you believe I can deliver? Yes. Do you believe I can provide? Yes. Do you believe if I send you, I'll be with you? Yes. It's yes. It's yes. It's yes. It's yes. It's yes. Yes and amen all the way through. If we're truly going to thrive as a people of God, we need to be yes people. And the more we say yes, the greater the opportunities that God will give us. He's just waiting for us to say yes. We will never thrive with a spirit of unbelief presiding over our faith. We have to be people that say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So what has God been saying to you of late that you've been saying no to? Because it's not the right answer. If God has the graciousness and the wisdom to ask you the question or to pose it to you, then he's challenging you to trust him. And he's challenging you to walk in the promises of God that have been for generation to generation to generation to generation to generation to generation to generation, generation, always the same, and the answer is always yes. You're standing on the same truths that Abraham did and the same truths that Moses did and the same truths that David did and the same truths that John the Baptist did and Simon Peter and all those guys. It's the same truth. Jesus, you can do it. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, you can do it. Let's pray. Lord, I know sometimes we say yes with our lips and no with our heart. Lord, teach us to be people that say yes in our heart first and then yes with our lips. We want to be people that hear the voice of the Spirit and we say, yes, Lord. We want to be people that when you ask us, do you love me? We say, yes, Lord. We want to be people that when you pose an impossibility to us like Mary and like thousands of other saints and followers of Christ, the answer that we come up with will be, yes, Lord. I believe you can do this. Father, help us to lift the level of our faith and expectation to be people that just trust in the promises of God. I think of that song that we sing so often, Lord, and we say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Father, we want to be children that say yes. And Father, give us the courage and give us the discernment and the wisdom when we're fearful or uncertain to get through that unbelief to the point like those two blind men and we say, yes, Lord, you can do this. Because Lord, I know when we're a yes people, you'll give us more. And you'll entrust us with more. And we will see more. And we want to see more. We want to see it, God. We want to see more and more and more. Father, I pray today 
as we wait upon you this morning, as you challenge us in going deeper with you, that you will lead us into the yes and the amen. Isaiah 26.8 says, Yes, Lord, walking in the way of your laws, we wait for you. Your name and your renown are the desires of our hearts. So, Lord, today we want to bring our hearts that have become numb or cold or maybes or no's and in reverence and honour of your name and your renown and who you are and what you've proven to us that you can do and that you will always faithfully do, God, we want to bring our hearts and we want to say, Lord, change them. Where we doubt the King of kings and Lord of lords, Lord, come and show us the error of our ways and give us a heart after you, God, that will say, yes, Lord, broken and contrite. Father, teach us to say yes. Yes, you can do it. Yes, I will follow. Yes, I will obey. Yes, I will trust you. Yes, I will trust you. I wonder if I could have everybody's eyes closed, please. If you want to take that step of faith today and give your life to Jesus and say, yes, Lord, you may not understand it all, but you know enough to know God is drawing you. The Spirit of God is saying, this is the right thing to do. Come to me. Give your life to me. That trumpet is going to sound. The last thing I want you to do is miss out on the call. As Jesus is coming, He has promised us it's a yes and an amen. And He's coming for those who call upon the name of the Lord. I'm a simple man. I don't have much to give you. But what I give you is the God that I know who loves you. And He wants your life. Don't be a fool and say no. Say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I'll follow you. If that's you today, would you put your hand in the air? If you've never given Him your life before, you want to do that today, please put your hand in the air so I can pray for you. As I was preparing this week, I had a real sense that, you know, sometimes we need to draw a line in the sand and we need to step across and it sort of signifies that we're, we're saying, yes, Lord. I'm just going to do what God challenged me to do and just trust Him. I just believe there's some people today that need to come to the front and that's your declaration that you're saying, yes, Lord. We don't need to know the reason why. But there's something power, powerful in expressing with our feet 
that we're saying yes, Lord. What I want you to do this morning is just come to the front and grab the microphone and just say, I'm saying yes, Lord. Whatever it is that that God is calling you to do, come and say yes, Lord, if that's what He's calling you to do.